another edition of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. I'm your host, Sean Needham, along with my wonderful wife, Janet, and we are streaming live from our house today, and we are super excited to have Laura Demere on our podcast. She is a pretty recent transplant from Alaska, moving to um, Idaho, northern Idaho. Um, actually, it wouldn't be northern Idaho. I think it'd be more central Idaho. Um and she's going to be discussing the COVID vaccines and medical freedom in Idaho. And so glad we have more people fighting for this. So, Laura, without further ado, welcome to our show. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. So tell us a little bit about your background story. Yes, sir. Um, we moved to, uh, my husband and I um, moved to Idaho uh, just a little bit before COVID. Um, <clears throat> and we... Uh, I'm a nurse. Um, I, I'm now I'm an ostomy uh, and wound nurse. That's my specialty. Um, but I've worked in elder care um, and was doing that when COVID started. Um, and, you know, um, I think my background in, I, I'm also a woman of faith. My background in, um, you know, the, the life I had before I was a strong woman of faith, it actually sort of uh, helped me not get sucked into the COVID narrative. You know, I feel like, you know, looking at you guys' story, you had things set up to not be fooled long before COVID in a way. It just, the way you two think and um, you you don't necessarily just take what's hand, well, what's spoon fed to you. And so that's sort of why we moved where we moved and, um, and things unfolded uh, kind of, kind of like we thought they would. And, and um, I'll tell you our little town and even our, even our legislators, I mean, everybody helped each other through COVID um, and early home treatment. And um, when it really uh, first, um, right before the vaccines came out and, and as they were unfolding, essentially, I hunted down Dr. McCullough. I'm really good at hunting down people. And I called him just, you know, I said, Hey, I'm a nobody nurse off grid on a mountain. And I, uh, I, I know you'll, you'll know about this. Um, and I'm just wondering what are your thoughts and how, cause I want to approach this, uh, really, uh, in a, um, organized fashion, also, uh, knowledgeable and researched and, uh, anyway, he said, no matter what they do to you, don't take this shot. <laughs> I said, I won't, sir. Um, and uh, anyway, we all together, our whole town, I mean, we didn't lose one person from COVID in our church. We, I mean, we would pick up, you know, meds in Boise. And, and essentially what happened, just like it did everywhere, is a loose, non-written, but well used medical underground railroad and i'll say that's and that will continue as you can see you know uh -huh. like you guys are out of the system uh, you, but many other places now are popping up uh pmas or co-ops things like that that are out of the system and i think that's part of that uh medical underground railroad that was loosely started in covid for early home treatment and uh and and so yeah i mean we it just it, everybody just pitched in. And, um, so then I, you know, and I would say in the, I, I work in a, um, in the healthcare field, um, I would say I ate COVID for breakfast. Uh, <laughs> I, it, it wasn't something to fear. Um, 
anyway, and so that that sort of began um, a process of you, you see more and more uh, propaganda out there, and it's just very divisive, uh, as you know. Uh, it, the world has been split in groups more than ever that I have seen in my lifetime and my husband as well, you know, in his lifetime. Um, I'm in my 50s. He's um, 73. And we have never seen anything like this. The misinformation, the disinformation. And now I sort of, you know, I help my kids look at Okay, if anybody calls you a misinformation uh, bad guy or special, that's who you need to look at and and look at that narrative to to break the paradigm that you're being fed. And uh, so anyway, we then began to um, hold different uh, informational. I, I started to fundraise and and get information, uh, kind of make uh, events for legislators or injured. I really now work a lot with the injured. I've done fundraisers for them and um, working on another one in Washington. Um, and so with that, in 2022 in Idaho, we, me and a couple other wonderful moms, hardworking moms, paid with our own money and brought a, a great deal of amazing uh, truth tellers like Doc Chambers Captain Bob Snow, who had cardiac arrest in his uh, airplane, uh, people like, uh, you know, Josh Yoder, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long, um, Tom Renz, he, he was on Zoom, Dr. Stephen Pellick, who is a genius up in Idaho with the Canadian COVID Care Alliance. And luckily, at least 12 of our legislators quietly came to town uh, in, in our event. And that event led to, and so did uh, the, the film crew for Died Suddenly. And um, some of our little tiny Idaho interviews are actually on Died Suddenly. And I realized, you know, there's, there's a few things like maybe they could have done a little different, however, but those were brave young men that did that movie and it really opened up eyes. And um, I'm, you know, I'm proud that, that I could, uh, I could help them introduce them to a few people. And, um, anyway, they, they just did an amazing job and they were precious young men, um, and, and power to those kids for sticking their neck out there like that. And so anyway, that led to more legislators aware here. They tried legislation. Uh, it didn't work last, uh, we didn't get it heard in the health and welfare, uh, committee. So this year, what I've done and um, inspired actually by a friend who gave me the Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrates, um, the more I learn about this, the more we realize uh, the various layers of protection. Like when you look at Catherine Watts' work or Sasha Ladipova, you realize the layers of protection um, all the way to the DOD countermeasures, um, the layers of protection over Pfizer, not just the 1986 laws, but PrEP Act um, and the DOD countermeasures. And it just, it's so obfuscated. It's, it's a normal, a regular person does not have the money or the time to break through all of that. I mean, it, it will take years, but we don't have years um, because of, and we can get into the various um, genome altering uh poison that's in the genetic shots but um so 
the only hope to stop it now, you know, to, to, to hold the line is approaching the lesser magistrates. And that is your counties, your mayors, city councils, that's your local state legislators. If Congress was going to do something by now, they would have. They, you know, I appreciate Senator Johnson and MTG, but, you know, it'll still probably take years for them to fix it. Unless we have a very strong president that could fix it. But, you know, that's just wishing and hoping. It's up to us. It's up to each person at their local level. You do not have to be a genius. You do not have to be a healthcare worker. And one thing I stress to all of the lesser magistrates, because they have been, you know, Washington County, they, they decided to hold the line and, um, you know, they, one question asked of them that I could see by a local, very proud doctor who is just given that shot left and right. They, the question is, oh, well, how can you decide that? You're not a doctor. Well, I want to point out to all lesser magistrates and to the citizens that are in their jurisdictions, they are not hired because they're subject matter experts or doctors or engineers or geniuses. They are amazing citizens that are their, that are your peers and they're high, they're elected or appointed essentially for their, their work ethic, their character and their judgment or discernment. And if people don't want that from them anymore, they can vote someone else in. Right. They are the only ones that can hold the line. When you really look at how, how many levels of, I, how many levels of, of, um, evil. Guess, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> evil. How many levels of evil you have to get through? Yes. Evil yes. and paperwork. <laughs> yeah. All on purpose. You know, it's, I mean, you, you, you know, these are layer upon layer over decades. And, um, anyway, it's, it's just not easy for a regular person, you know, you know who has that kind of money, uh, you know, we're, you know, with the level of inflation, I mean, I don't have years or the money to break through some loophole. And I really appreciate any AG or, or, uh, attorney general, any attorney general or, or surgeon general who wants to push back or, uh, or governor. Um, but, um, we don't have time. Um, it's on the child schedule. It's a, it's a recommended right. shot six months and up. Un unreal that that happened. So let's go back a little bit. Thank you for that introduction. That was great. Sorry if um, I talked too much. No, no, we love it. <laughs> so one thing you mentioned is about you didn't fear COVID. I know that Janet will have an opinion about that, about not fearing COVID, because Janet gets really passionate about that part of it. Good. Go ahead, Janet. What do you think about that? Well, this is the first time ever that healthcare workers took on this facade that we we were supposed to be in fear of an infection. I mean, that is an everyday thing throughout your whole career that you're going to face. And I just felt like this, and we had providers in our community that wouldn't see people. And it's like, first of all, if that's your position, get a new job. Yeah, you should be get in healthcare. Get a new career. If you don't want to take care of sick people, then you shouldn't be in healthcare. If you turn them away and say, oh, you've got COVID, you've got to go somewhere else, you, you shouldn't be in healthcare. 
Right. And, and to me, I felt like that was, that was really turning your back on your oath of being a healthcare provider, because um, if you're not going to see somebody when they're sick, then what, why do we have you? Why are you there? Why are you in that position? I mean, to me, it was just absolutely unreal. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's been, well, okay. There's never been anything to this magnitude, but I will say looking at um, historical accounts of the Weimar Republic and as, um, you know, as Hitler sort of started closing the net on the Jewish people and, you know, gypsies and dissident Christians um, and the disabled, you know, I'm, I'm originally a, a, a nurse for acute individuals intellectual and developmental disabilities. That's what I did the first six years of my nursing career. And um, they're my heart. And, you know, to, it just, it, I see it all over again. Oh, the special needs community really needs this shot. Um, and I, I know what's, I know what they're doing to them. And so, yeah, we saw it on a small scale in Germany and, 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 but now it's global. It's the exact same playbook. I see, I looked at old speeches. It's the same speeches. It's the same speeches. And the doctor community then behaved the same way they did now. Um, they were in on it. And some of them were just too fearful to stop it. And some of them, I <clears throat> like here, I, I in, just even in my sphere there's, you know, it's kind of like a tale of three doctors. I know three of them who are still pro shot. And one of them is fear. Uh, she doesn't have faith. She was so afraid of COVID. She's had six shots and she tells everybody to get six shots. And I love her. Um, but how many, times, how many times has she had COVID? I don't know. I don't know. I, you know I, I didn't ask the question. I didn't ask her that. She was so afraid of COVID. She was so afraid of it. Um, I don't know. Uh, she lives in another state. It's, it's, it's um, an older friend um, <clears throat> from childhood and we had the COVID shot and we were definitely on two different lines. And, um, but I love her and, 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 and I figure, you know, God put her, God made us friends for a reason. So we're about to visit again and, and hopefully revisit a conversation. But the other one is pride. There's a, you know, a local doc that is just dead set. People have brought her information, uh, studies. She refused to look. And and she is a believer, um, or at least she says she is. And she um, she is angry about not being able to give this shot to children. Although she can. It just, our, our county recommended against it. The other is it in, in this might help with it's almost the same playbook as in Germany. Um, <clears throat> the other is a cognitive dissonance. They're in a bubble of information and a dear colleague. Um, I love them. Um, but they live in a bubble. They are from a very liberal city. Uh, and then go to hospitals to work. And therefore this, this bubble is holding up the lie, you know? So. Well, what, what I say about that, Laura, is because <clears throat> I have friends from pharmacy school in the same position. They yeah. all work for big hospital organizations and <clears throat> cognitive dissonance. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. And literally their paycheck depends on it. 
They've got to buy this narrative. They've got to buy this thing that COVID is making everybody sick and killing everybody and intubating them and remdesivir and yada, yada, yada. Their paycheck depends on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously. And, and they're smart guys. And, and we definitely, you know, we, we, we definitely um, had our differences and we didn't communicate for two years. I had to block them because they just thought I was crazy. And, and I just, I just wonder when those people will wake up. But a lot of them, if they're still taking a paycheck from a big hospital organization, they won't. Um, I think you're, I think you're right. Um, the, what I'm finding is the one way to break through is through relationship. Um, I, all I can do is love them. Um, and I, the one doctor with cognitive dissonance, I actually finally kind of, you know, I've kind of feel like, you know, I go to work and, um, and I do my job and almost everybody knows our almost, almost, almost every healthcare worker I work with, uh, and know in this, you know, at least in my sphere, they're, they're red pill. They know, they know, or they know what I do. And, um, but then, you know, cause I'm going County to County with uh, a group of world renowned scientists, doctors, regulatory specialists, and anybody can do this. I'm, I'm a nobody nurse on a mountain from, you know, nobody knows me. I'm not even on social media. I'm just a little stealth, little stealth patriot. Um, and anybody can do this. And, you know, the, the, the few scientists out there that are speaking, they would love to go with anyone and do the same thing in your County. So I do, you know, hope to encourage people to do that. I will help you. Um, you know, I'll help any way I can. And, and, you know, if I have to, if there's so many takers, we can only give one scientist per, you know, per presentation to lesser magistrates. We'll do it. Let's, let's do it. But, um, Anyway, I think the main way is through relationship and then just grace and forgiveness because ultimately the level of evil, okay, so people that are still on board in the COVID cult, the level of evil is so big that it what it means to not only doctors, but um, every single field, right? Every single field felt the pressure, the narrative was shoved down their throat and they knew something was wrong, but it's just what what do you do besides, you know, you really just have to pray and follow God's prompting and be willing to lose it all. All right. And that's not everybody, but if you do wrap your mind around what we are talking about and what you guys know to be true, which is the narrative that this is a toxic, um, harmful substance that the evidence is everywhere including peer-reviewed studies, um, well over 3,500 plus peer-reviewed studies that show harm. And it's a discussion maybe for some, but it's also a certainty because I work with 36,000 plus permanently disabled people from this shot. It's a reality. And um, if if you look at it and you've given all these shots to people and you have given them remdesivir, what does that mean for your conscience? It means that everything you ever knew was a lie, almost, and that you may have participated in yeah. ending someone's life. But God is merciful, and, you know, pride is not going to fix the reality. Um, this is a dangerous subject, uh, su- substance, and no one, uh, not now, not ever, should have this technology. Um I mean, it's not just 
obviously the if we if we talk specifics, um, what I try what we try to explain to the lesser magistrates, um, and it's a lot of fire hose of information, but um, it's not it's the lipid nanoparticles themselves are cationic lipids. They have uh, a highly uh, people have a t highly toxic reaction to those just alone. Um, you know the Heather Hudson uh, case with the lipid nanoparticles is immense immense information in that. Um, and, and then, you know, the fact that, and those are pegylated nanoparticles that mimic, you know, fat. So those carry it to the blood brain barrier. They, they pass right through the blood brain barrier and the blood placenta barrier. And then all of the other cellular barriers that, you know, that the cells have to protect themselves. So they go to every organ, uh, eye, heart, uh, especially H2 receptors, um, the gut. And so then, you know, let's discuss, I don't know if you guys want to discuss Kevin McKernan's work, which we bring to all of our little rural counties. Uh, I bring the sequences in my purse. I have them on a thumb drive. And, you know, the discussion about the antibiotic resistant full DNA plasmids from E. coli, you know, I try to explain to our commissioners that, the science world calls that hashtag poo jab. It's a poo jab. Uh, process two, they did not purify it appropriately and instead just use enzymes kind of like a blender, chopped it all up. And so now there's DNA plasmids and some longer strings and some smaller, but there's so many that it's like a, you know, as uh, Philip Buckholt explained, it's like a shotgun hitting a target a lot easier chance of hitting that genetic target. Um, and Kevin McKernan's work showed the SV40 promoters and other things in there that are almost too technical for me to wrap my mind around. But basically it has sequences from SV40 that it's not the full virus of SV40. It is promoters and other aspects of it that helps it penetrate the cellular integrity. So Anyway, it's it's you there's know. A, well, there's a lot. Just you mentioning stuff like that. I mean, what else is in it that we don't know? I mean, seriously. Oh. And and you yeah. know, we there's been a pathologist, Dr. Ryan Cole, that you yeah. probably know. I mean, he's looked at it under a microscope and found mm -hmm. all this stuff. And it's just, I mean, I honestly, I don't know how it can still be in the market. And I did hear that the FDA sent a warning letter to Moderna. I don't know if you've heard about that mm -hmm. for their for their bad manufacturing processes because it's contaminated. I don't know if that's true or not. Hmm. Um, that's them covering their butt because all of our scientists wrote the FDA already. Yeah. yeah. That's well, it is, it is, you, know, you know how the government works. <laughs> you know how the government works. The government causes a problem. Yeah. And they come in and they're riding on their white horse to fix it. I mean, it, it's just a joke. I mean, when in yeah. reality, you know, Uncle Sam's driving the getaway car. That's really what they're doing. Yes, so, sir. Yeah. Um, that's the Hegelian dialect for sure. That's been used on humanity for centuries. And yes, you are, you have it, you, you have your pulse on what is unfolding. They started it and they're going to want to be the savior of it. Um, yeah. they, they'll let out a few things that they all knew about. Cause all, so Dr. Cole goes with me to these meetings and there is there is no slide that matches the power of his slides. When he shows that slide and you see the, the nucleocapsid stained or you see the, the stained vaccine spike protein because they can tell the difference. 
It's it's not a oh could that could be COVID? No, it cannot be COVID. Yeah. They can stain for the vaccine or the injection. It's not a vaccine. But um, when you you should see everybody's faces in the room when when he shows that in the testes and the ovaries and in the stomach, a, a cancerous stomach, and then in the brain, it is it is just it is. I, I mean, it's, it is. It's like a a nightmare. You're looking at a nightmare, but it's powerful. Yeah, very, very much so. So as we kind of wind this podcast up, Janet, what do you have questions for Laura about this subject? Well, Laura, there's probably many people that will catch on to um, this uh, podcast. And how can people get a hold of you to um, move forward in their own small communities? Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm not anything, uh, you know, I'm not an organization or anything, but I work with uh, my little science group is wethepeople50.com and uh, Dr. Jancy Lindsay, um, you know, that's a great place to start. And then they're welcome to even contact me uh, at, you know, L Demaray RN at protonmail.com. And I will help as best I can. I'm just a regular person. Uh, I'm not even good on technology. And so if I can make a difference, um, I know that every other person can. Um, I mean, you, you saw me, I could barely get my, my earphones working. So if I can do it, you can too. And however I may help. And um, let's Is it see. we the people50.com or .us? Um, oh my word. Because I want to stream the site here. Yeah, this, I, I actually do think it's it's .com. Um, I have. Is this it right here, Laura? Is this it? Uh, with let's see, with Dr. Jancy Lindsay. Hold on, I might have it right. Oh my word, I am so sorry. That's okay. We don't have to worry about it. You can tell I don't do this a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not, a, you know, I'm not a a plant. That's for sure. Um, I'm like a- so speaking of I, I I'm gonna tell you something. You're in Idaho versus Washington. You know the politics are way different in each state. Um I will tell you, Laura, I've talked to our local Grant County Health um med- medical director yes, right sir. when COVID happened, and he he's actually uh fled from communism. So he understands about giving up people's rights. He understands that part of it. But mm-hmm. I will tell you, our local state Organiz- or, or uh, uh, politicians, whether they're medical directors or they, they, they are so bought off by the state. They, they, you know, as much as he believed in freedom, he had no control over what happened. He lockdowns, mask, all that stuff, vaccines. He's going to promote it all because or if not, he'll lose his job. Okay. You, you make a really great point. Um, you can see COVID sort of separated mice and men. Yeah. All right. My religious exemption was, uh, I sent a whole bunch of, of clips to Klaus Schwab, Nova, Noah Yuval Harari, uh, the um, various other studies that I had found to show uh, harm. And then um, I also wrote that I will not, even if you murder me or fire me, I will not be a part of this Luciferian plan. And this is what I sent to HR. Yeah. And um, you have to be ready 
to be fired. And I also said, but I'm a great employee and I will give everything I have to my patients, to my, to our colleagues. Um, you know, I live our mission out of work and, and at work. And you do have to be willing to let go and be fired. You know, just like Barry Young in New Zealand that just showed he knew uh, he, he was from the health ministry of New Zealand and he found um, that, okay, not, well, also I just want to point out he was part of creating, he was the administrator for the vaccine payment program to providers, right? And pharmacies. So he knows every single shot and how many people got and what pharmacies gave it. He showed that there is a kill rate in New Zealand of 4% to 21%. Some batches had 21% kill rate. He could not sleep at night. And that's who just came out in the last few, uh, in the last week or so. Um, and he went to jail straight away. Um, and he said, if I go to jail for the rest of my life or if they kill me, I could not sleep with this. And now I sleep better than I have in years. So may he inspire all of the, of the administrators, the CEOs, the nurses, doctors, um, the local citizens. Yes, we may all lose our job eventually. What about the next pandemic? Are you going to roll over then? It's either now or never. And, and that's what I tell people, you know, are, are you willing when, you know, God willing, you make it to 85 years old. Are you going to look back and regret what you did? Well, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to regret I, my, my goal. Our goal is podcast. And our goal always has been to educate and empower individuals to make their own healthcare decisions. Yeah. And, you know, mandates and things like that, they, they are just not, not proper at all. I mean, they violate the, our, our so many different freedoms. And, and I want patients to be able to make their own educated choices. That's what I want. I don't want to mandate anything. And I don't want anything mandated on me or on them. It should be yeah. their own individual choice. Yeah, you guys, you guys are pioneers in that. I mean, you, you, you did this way before COVID. Um, and I, I think you sort of... Uh, set a template for how other people can do it in other businesses. Um, yeah, you may have to walk away from what you've known your whole life and do something different. Um, but will you let little ones get a genome altering shot? You know, when Sanguine says within six hours, it can start altering genome. It can, you know, it could be passed on uh, to progeny. It's all these are possibilities. Um, you know, let's not, I, you know, I, and I just, I hope that, what you guys do inspires people to hold the line. And I want to encourage them. We do not have to beat, I call it the armies of darkness, you know, because this is a global lockstep narrative. Oh, yeah. It's the same language, the same, right. you know. Right. I mean, you know, there's got to be collusion. There's got to be collusion when every country did the same thing. Yeah. I mean, pretty much, you know, so. Yeah, I have my theories in that because that's kind of my background. But um, I, uh, I just want to say, regardless of what the world does, regardless of how much darkness there is and evil, um, God is great and it's no surprise to him. And he picked us to be here at this time. And you don't have to beat the entire armies of darkness. You just got to be faithful in the battles that God allows for you. And, and that's all I hope, you know, I know my husband and I know we could, we could be done for, you know, um, any one of us can, but being fearful and not doing anything won't stop it. Uh, right. right. Yeah. Can we be, can we sleep at night knowing 
that we have given everything we can to protect kids and to protect the future of humanity. Uh, that's how serious and dire this is. And I have perfect peace. And I hope other people can too, because, um, you know, this is no surprise to God and he will win. Well, he always does in the end. That's what I, I always have hope because I know who wins in the end. There's going to be some nasty things that go on in between there, but I know who wins in the end. <laughs> so I don't really scare. I'm not scared of much. Um, I did want to thank you for those comments. Um, Jan and I have been doing this for 25 years now, and we've been going against the grain for a long time. Yeah. Been called all kinds of names by all kinds of people, doctors, healthcare professionals, how crazy we were. And I will tell you one thing that COVID did it exposed the evil and it exposed, it solidified mine and Jan's opinions about what was going on. That's really all it did. So um, in reality, we are pioneers because we knew about it way before a lot of people um, were educated about it because of COVID. So thank you for those comments. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of peace, um, this will be our last uh, episode before Christmas. And um, I wanted to mention the the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ, our Lord Jesus Christ, that anybody can have eternal salvation um, by believing and following Jesus. And um, I want to just wish everybody a Merry Christmas and realize what Christmas is about. It's about him. It's not about gifts. Although, believe me, we're getting, we're giving our family gifts and people gifts and we love that part. But remember, the greatest gift of all is the grace that Jesus Christ gives us an eternal salvation. So um, remember that Christmas and remember that not just Christmas, but every day. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. You're that welcome. is the truth. All right. That about co covers our podcast, Laura. I appreciate you being on. You've helped realize our goal, which is to educate and empower individuals to take charge of their own health. So you have a Merry Christmas, Laura, and thank you for being on today. Thank you both so much. Um, I hope I, you know, did okay. Uh, oh, and then the email is correct. The we, the people 50.com. Yeah. And that, okay. that's just our little, you know, kind of a loose knit science group, yeah. you know, McCullough, Lindsay, Sasha, uh, you know, Michael Hamilton, just, just a, it's not a, it, it's really just like a little strategy group that we all just help each other. And yeah. so, yeah, but that's a great spot to start. And uh, thank you both for everything you do. Awesome. Um, I have really enjoyed get, uh, listening to your podcasts. Um, they are so good and so informative. Um, I'm, I'm just glad that, um, I'm glad that I found you guys. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much. And stay, stay on after our podcast. I want to, I want to chat for you a few, few minutes off the air. Oh, I thought we were already off the air. Okay. Oh, no, we're off the air. <laughs> <laughs> we're live. <laughs> All right. So I'll, we'll, go out the air. we'll go out the air here shortly and I'll chat with you after afterwards. Yes. And listeners and viewers. Have a Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. We will be back Tuesday <laughs> after Christmas, 1230, 1230 to 1.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you for listening and Merry Christmas.